Thank you, Presbyterians. But our podcast is in another castle. Today on... Welcome, everybody, to another Press B to Cancel podcast. Uh, we are talking about Super Mario Brothers 1 today, and probably a little bit of other other work as well. I am joined today by a couple of my good friends. Uh, first, but not worst, uh, Jake, how are you? I'm doing great, but you you got to ask GP, what the fuck was that noise? Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> I was, I was adjusting intro. I was adjusting the lumbar uh, in my gaming chair and <laughs> so the the du- deep guttural fartish noises are are I'm I'm going to blame that Did you did you all see one of those scary movies where it was the one that made fun of the ring and there's a part where one of the people farts and he's like it was the chair and then I think it's I think is it Queen Latifah or somebody that's the and she's like she just like Let's one rip, and she's like mm, the chair. Because uh, <laughs> I know GP, you said you had uh, you had Long John Silver's for dinner, so I thought, oh, he maybe snack on a biscuit or something in the intro, which is totally cool. And I look up, like you're you're not eating with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay, I want to say this: LJS, uh, not near classy enough to have biscuits. I, I, it's adorable that you think they have biscuits. They have hush puppies that are fire, but no. Okay. All right. right. And I'm also joined by, last but not least, GP of the Retro Therapy. GP, how are you today? And another thing about Long John Silvers that you all might find interesting. (laughs) I'm horribly allergic to shrimp, and I just had a bunch. You're also, I'm allergic to shellfish. I didn't know you were also allergic to shellfish. Okay, I I haven't been hospitalized yet, but they're, yeah, it's like 50-50 as to whether or not I get some gastrointestinal discomfort. So either way, we're gonna have a great show today, everybody. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> wow. All right, and uh, for those watching the podcast on on YouTube or maybe viewing it later on YouTube, uh, GP in uh, true asshole form me. is showing me up. So the story no. is: is Super <laughs> Mario Brothers One is my Sisyphean game. We did an episode on Sisyphean games. I am still working to beat it, and as part of this podcast today. GP is going to attempt to complete it over and over and over again, and we are going to run a counter. Okay, part of that is true. (laughs) Not everything you said is accurate, but yeah, I mean, I will be seeing how many times I can beat this game. Not to be an asshole. I mean, I am an asshole, but I'm not intentionally trying to be an asshole. You're you're doing it worthless. GP's not a fake gamer. God. I am I am doing it warpless and and for yeah. the podcast we we decided as a group that you should do it with warps just because it would it would be funnier to have many completions. Uh, yeah. Uh sorry. I don't want this chair to be stuck in zero very long GP, so Okay. I want well, at least 10. At least 10. At least 10. I was about to ask for the goal. Maybe Okay. Yeah, we'll go for that. Okay. So you but guys really heard this... it you heard it here we're not stopping. Nobody is going home until I get to 10. <laughs> Thanks Jake. <laughs> oh, I haven't even had dinner tonight. I guess I'm uh, sinistrous. I'm not going to make it home for dinner. 
Yeah, uh, we're gonna be stuck so, watching DP do laps. This, this is this is how it works. It's a Daytona with Mario. <laughs> now the true story is is uh, GP did ask if it was too much of an asshole move to to do this. While I'm still stuck on five four, and we'll get to that. Um, and and really, what happened is I agreed because I don't know how to say no. That's true. I have some some tasty pictures. <laughs> Uh, of Sinistar. This is fair. This is fair. All uh, right. Also, so, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. We decided that we uh, we needed to talk about. We have we have touched on Super Mario Brothers one in a few episodes as well as the Sisyphean episode, but we've never done an episode dedicated to Super Mario Brothers one. So that's why we're here tonight, today, whatever time you're listening. And um, yeah, we're going to talk about the difficulty. We're going to talk about uh, I don't know, maybe a little history. Um, we're going to talk about the manual for sure. Um, but uh, I don't know. Who wants to kind of kick off this discussion? I'll no, start. I... There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Are you on 8 1 already, GP? I don't want to yeah, talk he about worked, it. He worked to 8. He worked to 4 1 and then 8 1. Wow. Okay. Yeah, maybe you can do this. <laughs> All right. Stream's over at 10. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, we've talked about the sequels to Mario, but we never did talk about the original. And this is like the granddaddy of all platformers, right? This is this is what defined the genre, the not just platforming, but the scrolling screen platformer. And this is such a great game. And this this will always have a special place in many kids' hearts. I know for me, because this is like the pack-in game for Nintendo. And this is like the standard oh, for pack-in games. Can, like, I mean, nowadays you get a console and there's no... There's usually like a demo disc at best, right? Right, like, right. Very, or you get a download code. You get a download yeah. code for some indie pile of something. Yeah, but like when the Switch came out, it didn't come with Mario Odyssey. I wish it did because Odyssey is fantastic. But we haven't had an experience where it's like the packing game is this, right? I mean, Mar Super Nintendo had Mario World for a lot of the cases, but this had Mario 1. And what, what a fantastic game to show off the power of the NES over everything else at the time, right? Like this... This trumps whatever crap Atari launched with, if anything. Like this is a great packing game. So I think I, Atari I launched with uh, with combat, didn't it? Did it? Well, combat's not. I bad. think it was combat, but it's no Space Invaders or Rash no, Rash, right? So, right. But yeah, this is this is the classic game, and it's such such simple, pure gameplay. Like I know in the past we did an episode about the greatest platforming games of the NES, and you guys all voted wrong and took this out of the running. <laughs> But it's such a great game because it's 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 platforming with with really great physics, right? Physics is sure. what makes and breaks a platforming game. And Mario has that nailed and dialed in so great where like the longer you hold the button down, the higher you jump. And with the running and the physics and the gravity, it comes together so well. I, I just love this game so much. For sure. Um, I, I, I think we should do an episode at some point on uh you know logical game progression or those sorts of things but mario is kind of the epitome of that um you know if you look at one one right off the bat it teaches you jumping on the enemy and hitting the blocks like it just teaches you that and, and it doesn't teach you that through the manual it teaches you that through that that through the gameplay right <clears throat> i'm watching gp struggle with a hammer brother here <laughs> and that's the thing right like not only is this game you know got such great mm -hmm. gameplay it has such a variety of enemies which even for nintendo was was pretty outstanding right i mean you have the mushroom goombas the koopas and all that stuff but different flavors and then you got these hammer flinging assholes yes <laughs> and yeah and there's 
I remember watching you because you've been playing this uh, over the last few weeks, Sinistar. And yes, is it five four that has the the Hammer Brother on the little staircase that you have to basically damage boost your way through? Uh, not five four because five four is a castle. Um, okay, right. Five probably one, five maybe? three. Well, it definitely okay. is in five though. I yeah. he is on a stairway, and I mean, you basically yeah. are going to iframe it unless you're some sort of god. Yeah, and that and that's the design with a lot of the Mario levels is I want to say every world has a mushroom somewhere. And if I think you can it does. find it, yeah, and if you can find it in each stage, and you can find the next stage is mushroom, it's a it's a fire flower, which if you have a fire flower when you get to the castle, it's mm -hmm. it's like easy mode for Bowser, right? It's it's quite easy to do. But it's finding those mushrooms hidden somewhere in each stage is tricky. But I, I noticed when I was watching you play, that was one of the things I was trying to do was get that mushroom because I know. There's certain parts of this game where if I don't have, if I'm not big Mario, I'm just going to die. Right. And, that, and that's kidding. I've basically determined that if I, if I make it to Bowser and I don't have the mushroom, I, I, I don't think I can normally beat Bowser. Now, sometimes I will jump over him sometimes, but that iframe ability with Bowser is, I mean, it is, it, oh my gosh. I just watched, I just watched GP mini Mario through some, some Bowser uh axes <laughs> and he just beat it by the way so that's one so and that's one of the great things about this game was that i mean bowser is the boss at the end of every stage or every sorry every world uh they're they're actually called fake bowsers as i found out yes but uh you know they he starts up easy enough he just jumps occasionally and shoots fireballs and you have to jump over his head and hit the axe and he he dies mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but as you progress he gets harder and harder and yeah the last couple He's jumping more, he's throwing hammers, and it's nightmare right. fuel if you're small Mario. And I've seen speedrunners do it. <laughs> it's outstanding how they get through it. They just know exactly when to go, and right. I love it. Um, yeah. I actually found out about the fake Bowser thing today, and I wanted to talk about it, because I thought that was the case, but I didn't realize that was like the official thing. Because whenever you kill Bowser in each of the worlds, from one to seven anyway, when he dies, when sprites die in Mario, they flip upside down. But Bowser mm -hmm. actually turns into another enemy sprite when it dies. And I guess the idea is that fake Bowser, Bowser's cast a spell on his minions to turn him into fake Bowsers. And it's I've not never until World noticed 8, that. It's not until World 8 that you actually see the Bowser sprite flip upside down and die. So I, I, have, really never, I have never noticed that Bowser converts into something else. GP, did you just, huh. just do one? Yes. You did. Wow, that was yeah. fast. What is that? Like five minutes? There you go. All right. Uh, GP, are you muted? I think you're muted. Did you mute yourself? Oh, or no. he just can't talk to us anymore. Okay. okay. So GP is here. Uh, he's the pretty face for us. He is uh, uh, Vanna White for <laughs> Presby to cancel tonight. By the way, I'm watching him play 4-1, and I want to call this out. 4-1 is my jam. 4-1. I heard I went to I went to talk to somebody about it. Oh, it was uh the streamer erroneous. And he said 4-1 okay. is his downfall. And well, good reason. <laughs> no, if you if you use the ABR strategy, always be running. Yes, yes. 4-1 is a cakewalk. I can speed run 4-1. Uh so it's not as bad as the later levels. Unfortunately, GP, we can't hear you. I wish we could. <laughs> he knows he knows <laughs> it's okay but yeah so like lakitu is one of he's not mm -hmm. as bad as hammer brothers hammer brothers is hands down the worst enemy in the game right. for me 
but Lakitu is a strong second place because he just the constant stream of spinies that come after you. It's it's terrifying. And four yep. one is the first world with that asshole. And yep. like the the worst part is the worst part is if you manage to kill him, he just comes back. <laughs> so it's like you have like a minute reprieve, and then that's it. Yeah. He comes back. Right. So he is he's more of a pain later on, but I did not like him before one. But you are right. If you ABR, if you always be running, you do get through. Which, by the way, I found also on the fish levels. Not the underwater fish levels, but the fish levels, the flying fish levels. ABR. Always be running. Yes. Well, 2-1. Uh, is that the level? Who came in the toy? Was it you or Chard Monk that came up with the term O-Fish? Oh, uh, it was Char- It was Chard Monk for sure. Yeah. And that was pretty yeah. sure that was two. That was two one, or the, the one with the fish flying at you on the bridge. That yeah. level is crazy. But you're For right. Sure. If you just constantly run and don't take your your foot off the gas, you easily get through that level. Like speedrunning yeah. this game is is just wild to me. There was um, I mean anybody listening or watching this episode, <laughs> this GP is silently screaming in the background for dropping down that hole. And we'll get to eight in a minute. But uh, <laughs> there's a guy named Summoning Salt who does fantastic YouTube documentaries. And uh, he did one on uh, speed running of Mario one and talking about the history of the record and how it was beaten. I think it was last year. And just the, the, the tactics that runners use to beat this game quickly is crazy. It's, it's even to the point where at the end of every stage or well, the earlier stages, there's a flagpole and yeah. you save time. If you hit the bottom of the flagpole, cause you don't have to slide down it as far. And those precious frames is what is what gave this guy the record. And it's hilarious to see Not hilarious. It's interesting to see. Or Absolutely. his brother of sin calls it when I hit the bottom of the flagpole, phoning it in. <laughs> phoning it in, but it's faster. But you yeah. don't get as many points. But that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and they definitely will do things like have I've seen them do like the little momentary pause so that they don't hit like a a six, a three, or a one right on the time. Uh, yeah, it is crazy how we are down to. Um, <laughs> He's, uh, you know, explaining fireworks to us through uh, mime. Thank right. you for miming you get fireworks. Six or nine on the on the digit clock, you get the fireworks. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, we are down to like, uh, like, we're talking, we're talking milliseconds. We're we're at, we're at the the end of kind of the human ability to like react to things as far as speed runs go. Until somebody figures out a new awesome method, right? Yeah, I'm just looking at the record now. I'm curious. It's under five minutes. It yeah. is four minutes and 54 seconds. And it, you're right. It's milliseconds. Let me just look here real quick. Is the top all... Wow. The top three are all four minutes and 54 seconds, and they are all milliseconds off. Yeah. That's wild. That really is yeah. wild. Yeah. Uh Sinstress uh brings up a point. I'm 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 watching chat a little bit. Um uh if you are listening to this episode um and you want to come over to our YouTube channel, press B to cancel. Um we are having GP run this as many times as he can while we're while we're talking, but he keeps dying. So um <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's oh, he says it's bullshit. He's miming it's bullshit. Yeah. Um, and for those that uh are listening to this later. Uh, his mic is dead, and so he is mime mode, and so really you need to you need to watch this video. And he's dying to be fair on eight two. And world eight, world eight is just awful. <laughs> it's just eight? 
it's such a great game when you get to stage eight whether you warp there you go there naturally the jump in difficulty is insane yeah when i was doing this first i was doing it warp i would warp all the way to you know four one four and then go to four two and then i would warp to eight one and eight two is my nemesis in the eight world so now um, I am doing this. I'll talk about this as I as I mentioned earlier. This is my Sisyphean game. This is the game that I feel I should have beaten, but I never have. It's the game that's kind of beaten me to this point. And um, I am doing this warpless currently. And uh, there's a great clip. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout myself out a little bit here. But on Twitch, oh, there's a great clip of me getting to five four for the very first time in my life, <laughs> and seeing this 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 fire bar in the castle i'm in five four i'm in the castle there's a fire bar and <laughs> it literally shocks me so much i jump off the edge and die well it's huge it's a huge fire bar that basically sweeps the entire screen and it's just wild because yeah. up to that point you've only seen ones that are like a fraction of the size right yeah, yeah. yep yeah i'm watching him uh, run through uh, hammer brothers here yeah, eight three oh, has GP. two batches of fire hammer brothers <laughs> that jump up on platforms. But yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. So um, let's talk about the manual before we forget. So um, that deep lore. So, yeah, something that was brought up in the Sisyphean episode, and I'm going to reference that episode probably a bunch because it it kind of stemmed this whole thing. But um, werewolf, uh, you know, wonderful member of Presby brought up the fact i have never read the manual for super mario brothers because who reads the manual for super mario brothers this game is <laughs> it's it's intuitive why would i go do that but it gives you lore and it says one day the kingdom of the peaceful mushroom people was invaded by the koopa a tribe of turtles famous for their black magic the quiet peace loving mushroom people were turned into mere stones, bricks, and even field horsehair plants, and the mushroom kingdom fell into ruin. So it talks about how they're bricks. And what do you do when you're when you're mar- mushroom filled Mario? You you explode bricks. <laughs> GP's miming this for us. Yeah, so you're I, smashing I, I, bricks. Yeah. You're smashing yeah. the innocent people of the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. Mario's a mass murderer, is what this game manual yeah. is saying. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely awful lore. Like, dark for no reason. <laughs> but yeah. was this the translation of the manual, or was this the original Japanese one, too? Ooh, that's you, a good you know? question. That's a sometimes good, they change the stories in these games, right? And sometimes they take liberties. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I would have to go look at the the original manual, but I'll have to take a look. Um, but that's that's really cool. I, and that's the thing. Like this is this is the origin of the franchise, really. I mean, I know there was a Mario Brothers game before this one, in the arcades, but this is the one that kind of brought a story as brief as it is to the franchise. And to see how far it's come now with like Odyssey, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Where in an Odyssey, it's Bowser is trying to kidnap Peach because he wants to marry her. That's that's the story for that one. Like it's it, how how far has it come? That's wow, two. GP just just toot it. That's two runs. That's unbelievable. I know. I'm gonna say like so before this episode in my uh, my exhaustive research for Press B, I did try playing this. I actually played this a few weeks back. I was gonna try and do the big twenty. I had big lofty goals, 
and I got to 5-4 in one shot. I was so pleased with myself. So pleased. So I figured I'd try it again this week and see how it is. And when I tried playing through, I got to the 2-1 in the fish level, and I died like twice. I've never been more upset at myself <laughs> displeased when I died to those goddamn fish. So this is this is a game I was saying, I think, offline. I've beaten Mario Brothers 1 many times, mostly in my youth. I've beaten it several times. But it never fails to still be a challenging game. As beatable as it is, it is still a challenging game. And if you are not paying attention, it will knock you in your butt. Right. Now, I do want to talk about something that um, I... Uh, is it I, herpes? Oh, we, oh have, we can hear you we now. We have a GP now. Oh, and I came in on herpes. Wonderful. You Sorry did. about that. <laughs> wow. Yes. I want, wow. To talk, I want to talk about herpes again. So uh, get I will warn track. you, GP, it, yeah. for, the, uh, for the audio episode... Melon may our program that we use to capture this may actually have your audio there. So for the audio listeners, they may have heard everything GP said in the last 15 minutes. We're so. going to be doing some heavy edits, <laughs> heavy edits. I apologize to so many different, uh, well, mostly my parents. Okay. Yeah. Well, you should, I mean, I, you're, you're an asshole. We've discussed this earlier. Yeah. Wait, was my mic hot this time? Sorry. Um, no, you're both good. <laughs> We're uh, all fired after this episode. Right, right. Um, what was I? I don't know where we were going. I was, I was, I was derailed by GP un, unmuting himself. Last thing I heard was Mario is a mass murderer. Yeah, yeah. Big fan of the alliteration. Well, <laughs> Werewolf in Chat wanted us to talk about uh, as part of the creation for this game. They literally built the the uh, uh, levels on graph paper. And it's kind of cool because as you can, as you can basically tell, everything is really laid out in a very, you know, uniform graph kind of, kind of way. So, yeah, one, one of the great things with the Nintendo that I used to like was the, the tile of the graphics and how they did so much with limited tile sets. And yeah, like in the level design of Mario couldn't be more deliberately how it's been designed. Like, I know we complain about, in some games, the concept of, like, blind jumps, for example, right? Where right. where the level comes at you where you can't see where you're supposed to go. That's never really the case with Mario. You always know where you need to go in Mario. Uh, it may be a tough jump. It may be a little confusing. I know um, there's a couple that require to run that other levels don't. But but you know what you need to go or where you need to go. Um, and that's something that some platform games don't do. And it's frustrating as hell. <laughs> that's right. Right. But what you guys said earlier was exactly right. Like the the skill level or the difficulty level, the minute you step foot into World 8, I mean, it, it very much is, hey, I know you're the transfer student, but we're taking the final today kind of stuff. Like, I'm, you know, if if you haven't done what Sinistar is doing and going through without the warps, and then you go back after having warped, really it's, you know, you stand very little, little chance. And that goes back to what Jake was saying about the... Uh, the level design and, and kind of how they maximized what was available to them with the, uh, the limited sets that they had. Right. I mean, right. to get, you know, 32 episodes or, or 32 uh, levels out of all this without it being redundant and boring. It's very impressive. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, I mean, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Miyamoto is, is kind of anti blind jump from what I've kind of seen. Right. Well, uh, he's always been writing the book about good game design, right? He's mm -hmm. always been the, the standard for how to design a game that's still fun, but can also be challenging, right? And I think anybody who worked with them on this game kind of carries that same attitude. Uh, is it? I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Tezuka. 
and he's the one who Takashi uh, Tezuka, yes. And he did, I think he did Lost Levels, and I know he did Mario Maker. And there's a lot of the design in Mario Maker is because of this game, right? And it's, mm-hmm. it's just he carries that same spirit of hard mm-hmm. but fair, even if it's hair pulling fair, it's still fair. Right. Oh, so I you know guys where, know how. Okay, no, well, I was just going to do one of my uh, horrible impromptu and not really accurate metaphors. Shit. Uh, you know how they just pulled the, the yeah, they just uh, pulled the plug on the DC Batgirl movie? Mm-hmm. Would you say that Mario Brothers 2 is essentially a canceled Batgirl movie? And we know it in the States as the Lost Levels. But, <laughs> you know, all those people worked all those hours just to get their stuff relegated to obscurity. And that sucks. Well, yeah. at least at least people could play Mario Brothers 2 in Japan. Oh, it'll come out someday. You think Batgirl, Batman's going to come is. out in Japan? Batgirl's going to come out in Japan? I don't know. I heard they're going to delete it wanna... off the servers or something like that. They're doing like funeral watchings of it or something like that. <laughs> right, which yeah. is... yeah. Oh, man, my heart goes out to everybody. Yeah. yeah. What, what an interesting thing, the Lost Levels. I really, growing up, thought, oh, okay, they were the Lost Levels. And then, of course, learning the, the history of it is horrifying. If so. you have not seen Lost Levels at this point in your life, so um, the history of that is it was Super Mario Brothers 2 Japan. Um, now, it's called Lost Levels in the U.S., but uh, what basically happened is there was a, a, a member of the U.S. Nintendo team that would, be, would kind of view these games and decide if they would work in the, in the U.S. market. And basically said, this is too hard and too ridiculous. And so um, Nintendo actually scrambled and took an existing game, also a, a Miyamoto game, um, called Doki Doki Panic, and uh, reskinned it. Um, and so this is where we get Birdo and some basically some some characters that don't fit in the Mario franchise, right? Now, what's but great they're is canon, they, though. they're canon yeah. now. I, I love yeah. that. But But if you go back and you play... Um, uh, Mario Lost Levels or Mario Two Japan, um, you will you will see that they they took it to a level and they basically like they added bad mushrooms, they added uh, wind, yeah. they added all sorts of effects that that were that were like cruel. They were cruel. <laughs> uh, as was that death. I'm sorry, that death was yeah, cruel. That was, GP, that was rough. GP. That's okay. What was it? Was it fifty uh, percent gaming? If I remember correct, was kind of the uh, subject matter expert on how to play Mario to the last levels. He watched. Ever... I, I remember he. I don't know he who he watched initially. He watched somebody do it, and he basically decided that he was going to start speedrunning it and became very good at oh. it. Yeah, yeah. If ever you want kind of the abridged version, that's somebody I would recommend. He's quite yeah. entertaining. Yeah, fifty percent gaming. Uh, I think friend of the podcast for sure. Um, but used to be a speedrunner for Mario One, and then decided to speedrun Mario Lost Levels. Um, he must yeah. must really hate himself. <laughs> oh <my laughs> go God. through Lost well, Levels as a speedrunner. He, he decided he didn't hate himself because he stopped speedrunning it. <laughs> Probably good for one sanity. So, so we're saying Lost Levels is like a is like a hard mode. It was basically an expansion pack for the mm-hmm. original Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. But I mentioned offline, uh, Sinistar, I didn't want to, I didn't want to spoil Mary Brothers one for you because you haven't beaten it yet, but mm. you said you didn't mind. So when you actually no. beat Mary Brothers one, there is a cool thing. There's kind of like a new game plus after you mm. beat Mary Brothers one, 
you, it says you can start a new adventure and it's basically starts you back from world one. You can actually pick what world you want after that point. It lets you, it gives yeah, you counter level select. Yeah. But what they've done is all Goombas are erased and replaced with beetles. Oh, and wow. move faster. Fire bars are longer, I think. No, not longer, but they're in more spots. And, um, what was the other thing they changed? And oh platforms, moving platforms are shorter. So they make okay. it, it's basically yeah. hard mode of Mario once you beat it. And that's really interesting to me. So actually, I wonder if there's a speed run for hard mode of Mario. I wonder if that's a thing. Oh, I'm sure there is. Be, this right? game has been so, yeah, picked apart. You guys were talking earlier when I was uh, muted, I guess, uh, about you know how how small of a window it is to, to even just move up in the rankings. And there is an actual number about how many more frames are available to be saved and shaven off, but nobody's figured out how to do it yet. But it, it's at oh, some they, point they I think in our through, lifetime. They know through like PB records and stuff, other ways to to do this, right? And I think it's something like there's only only a couple hundred frames, if that, that are still available to to cut out before the game is considered maximized and, and not able to be. I think this was at 15 hertz, so we're talking, uh, what like five six seconds, six seconds, seven yeah. seconds, whatever it is. Yeah. Math Super is small. hard, <laughs> right? Uh, how many times uh, fifteen go, or uh, hundred goes into fifteen? That's how many seconds we've got. So, well, that's. I mean, now that's that's based on like current procedures, right? Who knows if there's a, a you know another um, a hack or whatever that not hack. What's the what's the term I'm looking for? Like a glitch, yeah. Glitch, glitch yeah. So, yeah. There's if you ever go and watch one of those videos, which I recommend everybody watches the the you know anybody in the top 10 for speed runs of this, but you know, there's a, a point, like if I start over here on the left side of the screen, the stage doesn't move until I get Mario to a certain right. part right around there. Okay. So there are certain stages, I think specifically for two where you can advance Mario further than that midway point, really? even just by a couple of pixels. And that makes the stage load in a different way. So instead of going up the, the vine to the next, you know, warp, Mm-hmm. pipe area uh you go down the following pipe like that which i didn't mean to do and uh, <laughs> it will take you to the warp area instead of having to go up there so they're they're yeah they're still finding ways to do things and, and these glitches fuck me oh shit uh <laughs> damn it i'm having a hard time putting cogent sentences together while focusing but I- anyway i recommend fucking done it <laughs> right <laughs> go back and watch somebody you know i would say if you have a couple of hours but let's face it the speed run is you know under five minutes yeah and yeah. obviously not a, anything i can do but uh yeah it's it's impressive the way people have figured out this game and i you know now it, is, it's addictive to watch is there a glitchless uh pb or uh world record there probably is because i think most games sure have glitchless is. right they right? do yeah. and those are the ones i usually like to watch like we're Mega Man. i like watching the glitchless or zipless runs because mm-hmm. I like to think that those are runs mm-hmm. I could maybe do myself, <laughs> right? <laughs> a lot of the speed run tricks are really tricky. That's why with Big 20, which is this big speed run marathon, right? Where you're going through 20 games. If you don't want to do it for in 12 hours, if you want to do it faster, you kind of ha- need to learn at least one or two of the tricks for each of the games. And that's where I always struggled. Because some of those glitches are frame perfect jumps or very tricky to pull off. Some are, are easier than others. But yeah, that, that's, that was always tricky for me. So I like the glitchless runs. But even glitchless for this game, you can still beat this game in under 10 minutes. I mean, GP did it in like, what, six or seven? Like, it was pretty quick, the first run. Yeah. 
thank you for saying that. <laughs> and cool. once so again, he went through one. all of the. Yeah, so that's number three. That's number three. Yeah. I don't uh, want to. I don't want to spoil anything for you, Sinister. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention some of my strats here. But well, whenever you no, get no, stuck, no, maybe no, go back and watch. Actually, this brings up a good point. So when you were streaming, I mm -hmm. I talked about how I've never beaten uh, Super Mario, and you you did a stream for me um, where you uh, you showed me, uh, and you 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 did a little rubbing of the of the salt uh, into the wound. Um, you showed me the methods to, you know, earn all of the one-ups and, and to, you know, duck under this and yada, yada, yada. So now I don't remember it all. I don't know but, if you put that up on, on the YouTubes, uh, for the retro therapy, but, uh, yeah. I think at one point it was up there along with like a, a tutorial. Yeah. Walkthrough for Mega Man and all that kind uh -huh. of stuff. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it's there anymore. I have to go look. It's been a minute. Uh, Yeah. I always enjoyed that. That was kind of like one of the first streaming things you and I kind of established yeah. as a, not an end joke, but yeah, I always enjoy doing those. Well, and you, you, you say started like, doing it for my birthdays. Yes. And you've mentioned, uh, you've used the word tutorial, which I, I hate that because I feel like I'm so bad at these games. Like, to, I don't know. I, I think, yes, I think if at any point I were to say to somebody, let me teach you something, that would be an indicator to not do it. <laughs> Well, remember those who can't teach. I can do neither. <laughs> if, if we're waxing philosophic, let me let me reproach that with um, we teach best that what we need to to learn. Exactly nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what are we doing? What's going on? Well, I was going to say. So one of the things I've noticed is um, I, I feel honestly, and I'm going to, I'm going to throw back to another one of our episodes. I feel honestly that if I were not playing this on the mister, I would have a severe disadvantage because there are moments where I land and need to jump immediately. Yeah. Right. Or I'm going to die. And uh, I've noticed that on the mister it, that, you know, you, it's that put, put somebody in front of an emulator playing punch out and then put them on a mister playing punch out. And they're going to realize, okay, I'm not just god awful. I just kind of mostly suck. <laughs> yeah, right? it, input lag is is a mm. thing, and you don't feel it until you're faced with the alternative. Um, and yeah. for those who don't have a Mister or original hardware access, play this on uh, RetroArch and turn on yeah. Run Ahead mode by, by frame, and just that <clears> one extra <throat> frame of lowering your input lag makes all the difference in games like Punch Out and also Mario. I was playing this this week on uh, BizHawk, which is which is a fantastic emulator. Don't get me wrong, but for a game like Mario, Sinister is absolutely right. Input lag can be felt in this, and it, it, it's crazy how much of an impact it can have on something like Mario. This is one of those games that a lot of us played as kids and beat as kids. And when we played as adults, we're like, like you said, you think, "Oh, I'm terrible at games. I got old." It's just input lag. <laughs> go try well, RetroArch or and go a play on original hardware. And a little bit, you got old and became awful. Well, my thumbs are dumb nowadays, but yeah. But I did notice an absolute difference <laughs> oh, when it comes to uh, playing on, on something with lower lag, for sure. Yeah, I, in fact, I think I would probably be on my fifth or even ninth playthrough of this had it not been for the, the playthrough lag. Uh, I remember doing Does nine Battle after five? I, I don't know. I'm not good with numbers. Okay. You know, it is hard. Yeah. And I haven't yeah. been ever since I was 948 years old. Right. But no, I, I remember, oh, God dang it. I remember learning uh, Battletoads and, and um, 
doing that on, I wasn't emulating, I was using a hardware, but I was playing on a, not an LSD screen, LCD screen, yeah. anyways. <laughs> LSD screen, yes. <laughs> the, the LSD didn't help at all. Don't do, uh, don't do but drugs, then, kids. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was gifted a CRT from uh, our good friend, Dead Cosmonaut. And even just, even just changing that was night and day. It's amazing how you have to recalibrate your brain. I remember uh, when you, know, you Madonna, when you yeah. were playing Battletoads and you switched and you were like, I remember the first few, you were actually bad for a, a short bit because you were so used to like compensating for that, for that LCD lag. Right. Yeah. So the moment that I quit being bad was the moment I went back to playing on an LCD screen. I can't do it. It's, it, it's when, when the when the controls are that responsive, every stage is the ice level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Huh. I I kind of like ice levels. <laughs> yes, famous quotes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so werewolf also brought up um, apparently in um, Mario Maker. They actually approximated the physics for Super Mario Brothers one because they have lost the source code for Super Mario Brothers. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and and the thing with Mario Maker two is because of that style of game, you have the different skins of Mario, right? You have one, two, mm-hmm. or not one, two, but you have one, three, and World or whatever. So they, it's an approximation of Mario feel. But yeah, he's absolutely right. It's not exactly the same. And I did notice that too when you're playing. Um, there was a, a game called Super Mario thirty five came out very briefly about a Royale style version yeah. of Mario Brothers, which is fantastic to play through. I wish they still had it. But in that, the physics were also a bit different, and that was a little bit off-putting. So, yeah. So they've changed. They've tinkered with Mario's physics over the, over the years a little bit. Maybe that's why Mario can jump so high. It's because he's gotten used to all these different physics. I thought it was the LSD. Head cannon. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mushrooms. Yeah, uh, it's to the be, shrimps, you know, yeah, apropos, absolutely. yeah. Isn't that yeah. psilocybin or psilocybin or whatever they call it? Don't get me started. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> For my parole officer, I I, I don't know. We're sorry, Honest. parole officer. Yes. Yeah. GP, uh, a parole officer GP is not on psilocybin right now. Psilocybin. Also, guys, this is, this is, I'm absolutely loving this. It's, forgive me for not being my usual self. It's hard to focus uh, while play. But to that note about the, the psilocybins or whatever, uh, I, I'm not sure that the dolphin <laughs> costume was necessary today, Sinistar. <laughs> uh, you know, Halloween's coming up. I'm just giving it a tryout. <laughs> that noise was the chair. <laughs> I've put out I've put out pumpkins already. A uh, ton nice. of pumpkins. We've established that's that's normal behavior. Yes. Pumpkins year round. It's okay. Yeah. You know what? LSD's got to be a factor for Mario though, because if he's if he's literally killing his fellow people by bashing huh. bricks, he must be <laughs> high. He must not realize what he's doing. That's how he gets away with not having feelings when he destroys his friends. <laughs> He just dulls the pain of his <laughs> getting. Yeah. Wow. wow. He wow. doesn't feel any pain. He uh, he's taking so many you know beats to the head from these blocks. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's Yoshi that takes beats to the head. Come on. <laughs> nice. I love how we have that discussion about like Miyamoto's uh, logic when it comes to to level building, and that's great. But nobody cares about the logic for like you know the fantasy of the game. Oh, right. Shit. Well, let's see. Um, trying, Do we uh, want to talk about ports of the game? Yeah, uh, let's talk about like, ports. We've generally been playing, talking about the NES version of this game. Uh, there were a couple ports of this game, 
Uh, one maybe people also are familiar with is the Game Boy Color version, Mario Brothers DX, which adds a couple things to it. Uh, it has one notable difference, though, in that the Game Boy screen resolution is a little bit different. So I, mm. I, can't, I think they altered the level layouts a little bit to account for that. But the one I really want to talk about, and it's 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 one of my favorite games to get other people to play. <laughs> it's up there with Superman NES. And it's uh, basically a port of this game. A game that'll make Somebody... you go out and do your lawn. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Make you touch grass. This lawn. is my gift to the retro community. Is go look up a game called Super Mario Brothers Special. Now, this is a port, an official port, <laughs> done by Hudson Soft. Hudson Soft got the rights to Mario from Nintendo and made their own version of this game for a system called the PC88 as a computer. And it's notable for a couple things. <laughs> All right, there's another one. That's four. God damn, that's four. Good job, yeah. GP. Thank uh, you. So, PC88 was a computer platform, and bringing Mario to this, infamous for a couple of reasons. One is that well, it's the port of Mario done by somebody besides Nintendo. This is done by Hudson Soft, which is amazing. It's also got unique power-ups in the game. It's got a couple power-ups, which in my short time playing this game, I couldn't get them. But there's a hammer power-up, which much like Donkey Kong spawns a hammer in front of you and kills things. Uh, there's wings, which lets you swim through the air, which is really cool. Like a lot of cool stuff. There's a clock for more time. Also a Hudson Bee, which gives you a bunch of points. For example, mm. so there's like interesting power ups, but it's the same for the most part design of the Mario stages as Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, but with different power ups and slightly altered stages. And they're slightly altered because, unlike the Nintendo, the PC88 couldn't do scrolling levels. Right. So now mm. try imagine playing Super Mario Brothers 1 screen by screen. When you get to the edge of the screen, it flips to the next screen. Oh, God. Yeah, that's this game. And it's running on. PC-88, I'm sure it's a fantastic computer, but as a gaming machine, not that great. <laughs> the mm. physics feel wrong in all the bad ways. Like, it, it's manageable with the jumping, but in one thing that Mario that's always been janky was the trampolines, the jumping boxes. Mm. At the best of times in Mario Brothers 1, sometimes it can feel a little bit chaotic, but in the right. PC-88 version, you're just spinning a goddamn wheel of pain, whether that jump will take you <laughs> just high enough when you need it to, it'll be a troll hop, or I'll take you to the freaking stratosphere. And there's no knowing in the PC-80 version. And watching somebody play Super Mario Bros. Special is just chef's kiss, good time. There's a there's a website I love a lot. It's called Giant Bomb. P people probably mm -hmm. heard, I've heard Giant Bomb. Yeah. They're famous. Uh, the one guy there, Jeff Gersman, actually played through the PC-80 version of Mario Bros. Special. It took him like three or four sessions to do it. And the only reason he was able to do it is he made he exploited uh, the one-up trick, basically. Uh, jumping mm. on the shell repeatedly gets you points to the point you right. get extra lives. And without those lives and generous use of save states <laughs> to pick up where he left off, he never would have beaten it. And just it's just wild to me. But so yeah, you're you guys got to try. They never play-tested this. They never play-tested this. Or they play-tested just enough to be like, ah, Nintendo won't go this far. Ship it. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's the thing, right? It's like it's like some games on the Commodore 64. I love the C64, but some games on that, I wonder how much they tested and how much they played through the entire game, right? How much they By the way, to go through. Um, real real quick, not not a Mario. Well, actually, maybe a Mario thing. If I remember right, um, was it Carmack? Was it John Carmack or John Romero? I think it was Carmack that Carmack. Um, yeah that basically figured out how to he scroll on a computer, and I yeah. think he did a Mario clone, if I remember right. And they pitched it to Nintendo. Nintendo turned it down, yeah. which is wild. And it, didn't that? What did that come? That end up, they ended up using the engine for something. Was it? What's the game that he did? Probably. Oh, I don't know. 
Oh, what's that I game? Gonna, I was going to say the original Duke Nukem, but probably not. No, it was. Um, he's known for another game. This is going to bug me. <laughs> Let We're me check my mind. Like Commander Keen or something? Are we? That's Commander Keen. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it, it, I'm pretty sure the engine <laughs> ended becoming Commander Keen is what it was. I could be wrong. I'm sure okay. somebody will let us know in our comments later. But yeah. <laughs> but like it's like it's like the the guy who did the Mega Man for DOS, <laughs> just unauthorized to see if he can pitch it. But Carmack at least is like, no, I'll I'll reskin it first so I don't get sued. Yeah. Yeah. So um very interesting um comparison, especially because you know, as a kid, I always thought that the that the PC was, you know, more advanced than the Nintendo, but obviously there were definitely some differences. Yeah. I mean, it's the power of a dedicated a machine dedicated to gaming is different than a PC or a computer. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, if you uh, judge a goldfish by his ability to climb a tree, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, that analogy makes sense. Hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I okay. No, there's an Einstein quote, and it's something to the effect of, "If you judge a goldfish by its ability to climb a tree, the goldfish will always think it's an idiot." Oh, I got Long story you. short, okay. not everybody is built for everything. Yeah. Now that makes more sense. <laughs> also, Einstein has a quote that says, "Knowledge or uh, imagination is more important than knowledge," and somebody came out and disputed that. They said there's actually no proof that Einstein said that. To mm. which I think, well, if we can imagine that Einstein said it, by definition, that's more important than knowing that he said it. Not important. Oh, I thought wow. I'd mention it. I was going to say, I thought you found a quote of, of Einstein later that said, fuck you, I quote, that was my quote. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Einstein very famously went on for saying, uh, give me Doki Doki Panic instead. <laughs> yeah, use use the force Gandalf. Uh, welcome to Friday, folks. Welcome to it's Friday. It's the Friday energy. Yeah, long weekend. <laughs> well, okay. I'm so glad I... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, any other notable ports? And by the way, I think there's a PC-88 core for the Mister. There is, but I couldn't get to work. <laughs> so I played okay. the uh, I played it on the emulator on the RetroArch, I believe it was. Okay. But yeah, there is a core in the Mister for it. But it's okay. totally on an emulator. And again, it's worth a little bit of headache to set up just to play it because it's so bad you just got to. Some games mm -hmm. are so awful. They're such train wrecks. You need to experience it for yourself. Well, I, you know, I didn't know that Hudson Soft had done anything with Mario. So to, to think if that had been a success, instead of Mario versus Sonic at the Olympics, we could have had Mario against Master Higgins. And I would pay if somebody wants to make that. I Yeah, I'd shell out some dollars for that. Well, didn't uh, Hudson Soft did some of the Mario parties, I think, early on, I believe. Oh, did they? I think okay. so. Yeah, I played the hell out of that first Mario party, but I guess I, I never put together that it was Hudson. I believe it's Hudson. They didn't do all of them. I'm pretty sure they did, uh, did a handful of them. So they, they've awesome. been around. Uh, and then feel go back like... to the. Oh, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say real quick. If we're about to move on from the port discussion, my my favorite port of this, of course, for me, nothing's going to beat the original. But if I have to play a port, make it uh, the Mario All Stars. I love that. Right. It was on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, Mario All Stars uh -huh. is fantastic because it, it up the graphic fidelity a little bit, changes like, the sprites a little bit, still runs and, fantastic. And lost yeah, levels, if I remember yeah. right. Yeah, lost yeah, levels. Lost levels are on there. It's a massive compilation. Like that was the only thing we've had since then that's close to it is that uh Switch Mario 3D uh 3D collection. Gra yeah. Travis had an episode on it. It's terrible. Yeah. It's but again, I mean if you know, 
if you had the cart, because they released two different versions of All-Stars. Uh, the first had Mario 1, 2, and 3 and the Lost Levels, and the other had Mario 1, 2, and 3 and Mario World. And, I mean, if you picked up that second cart, that's that's a mighty fine Saturday, if you know what I mean. That's Yeah, it's, it's all the best Mario classics in one thing. That's great. And they did a pretty good job of uh, trying to recreate the the you know classic physics. You know, if you were to play the updated graphics for Mario One and then turn around and play the updated graphics for Mario Two, you see the graphical differences. But they did a pretty good job of staying true to the physics for each of those respective games because those two games play wildly different from each other. Right. Uh, uh, we'll thing... apparently with us uh, in in uh, in chat. Um, the, the, uh, the non-video, uh, press B member, uh, he brings up, there was a super Luigi brothers, which played with Luigi physics, mirrored the levels the other way and game played right to left that I think I would probably throw my controller. Yeah. Uh, I, I wonder the logic between behind creating that there's another one. That's, uh, well, five. it was the year of Luigi. That's another one. That's five. Um, there's the year of Luigi thing that Nintendo was doing. And yeah, they did a lot of wild stuff with him. The uh, Luigi mm. physics in Lost Levels uh, for me actually I found was not so bad. I actually preferred it for some stages, but the idea of going backwards on stages that feels that feels all kinds of wrong to me. That's like yeah. that's like Shadow of the Beast, where at the beginning of the game you have to go left, and that's just who the hell <laughs> think to go left? Nobody goes left in in platformers. You always go to the right. Yeah. That's like that's like the unwritten rule. You only <laughs> go just... left. You only go left in RPGs, and you always yeah, go left go. in RPGs. That's a I, yeah, I believe that's a sense for the, Well, the first ever side-scrolling game where you should go left, I think, was Simon's Quest. Yes. Oh, did you start left in that game? No, but sometimes you got to go left. Well, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, my thumb. I, I swear that my thumb has a divot from holding right, and so like mm -hmm. it would feel weird to hold it left. Always to the left, Centris. Always yeah. to the left, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Wolf's also mentioning NES Remix uh, 2. I think it was in 1 oh. as well. Uh, NES Remix is, again... I love those. Yeah, they're fantastic. And I don't understand why Nintendo just hasn't released them on the Switch. I mean, when everything on the Wii U has been released for the Switch at this point, why not just add NES Remix 1 and 2, add them together in a compilation? I would buy it again. Um, for yeah. those who have not played it, it's a series of classic NES games, and they've tweaked it with certain challenges and changed things up a bit and it's just like it's like beating this section of mario uh, without getting hit or something or you have a star kill x number of enemies like little tiny mini game challenges kind of like WarioWare in a way but mm. it's fantastic and i really wish they'd bring that out or make a sequel on the switch but hey nintendo's gonna do what nintendo does <laughs> yeah. um, i gotta ask something gp I, while i'm watching yeah. you play this game Sure. I can't help but notice you're getting all these one-ups. Why Why are you bothering with the one-ups? <laughs> uh, okay. He keeps dying in eight. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm kind of trying to to give myself the best possible setup going into 8-4 in case I have to go into 8-4 without a mushroom or a flower. Okay. Because when you get to that, honestly, I can make it past the Bowser throwing the hammers, but it's the Hammer Brother right before that Bowser that is like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a coin toss. Yeah. And so I, I want to at least have something that'll give me some iframes. And if I don't, I need to make sure I have some extra lives. Because like I know, Sinistar, you've been playing it through this as like warpless, which I feel bad yes. for recommending that to you. And I only recommended that ah! to you because I only feel bad. I only feel bad because this is a game where it builds on knowledge that you've learned as you progress the stages. Yeah. Jumping from stage four to eight is is traumatic in terms of difficulty mm -hmm. jump. 
But as I've been playing through this <laughs> with warps and without, um, I also found that building up lives was the key to beating this game, like what GP's doing. Uh, have yeah. you ever tried doing the the life trick in three one on the stairs where you bounce off the Koopa I... to get the lives? I want to, I, I got to 3-1 and I noticed that that was a good place for it, but I need to kind of figure out the the timing because I started trying to do it once and, and immediately got murdered, right? Because I hit the shell the wrong time and it and it popped back and killed me. Um, right. So yes, that is, that is something I want to learn to do. Um, but, uh, you know, to your point of, of, you know, doing it warpless to learn, you know, the progress and learn all of that stuff. I'm not sure I really needed to know about the super long fire bars. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like that was uh that was a, a, a troll on Miyamoto's part. Well, like you're oh, right. Yeah. If you warp to eight, you don't see them at all, would you? No, you don't. No. Yeah. No, that's why my last stream was my first introduction to the, to the screen wide mm -hmm. uh, fire bar. <laughs> And well, and do, do go that, watch oh, my sorry. clip uh Twitch uh <laughs> twitch.tv slash sinister seventy seven. Go watch the clip, I curse, and then jump into a hole. <laughs> I love that you have to advertise it as I curse. <laughs> that makes me happy. That that right there is worth the download and the upvote or whatever. Exactly. Uh but you know, to that point, if you do the warping, you know, in, in four, two, and then you know, get into eight, you also completely bypass any of the swimming levels. There's only one small yeah. section of 8-4 that requires you to swim. Otherwise, nowhere else in the game do you have to do it, which is nice. So I got that going for me. Yeah, the water that, levels um, in this game are pretty god-awful. Like, this is one of the yeah. ones where water levels have never been great, and Mario doesn't do a good job of it either. Do you think uh, Maynard took uh, the lyrics for Anima from Mario? Learn to swim? Yeah, learn to swim. Yeah. <laughs> I've got something yeah. to keep you all occupied. Learn to swim. Yeah. Well, everybody knows the original name for the Mushroom Kingdom was Arizona Bay. Exactly. Wow, some deep cuts here. I love this. Yeah. Whew, guys, I got to tell you, this game is giving me anxiety. <laughs> You've beaten it five times so far. This is wild. And I'm pissed. I feel like it should be at seven, and that's okay. <laughs> Honestly, it feels good to, to play some games in front of people again. It's been so oh, long. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That brings up a point, GP. You 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 should you should uh, I don't know retro therapy maybe I don't know, I don't know. hint <laughs> someday hint. <laughs> I think it I think it'd be great. Uh, I, I tell you what I'm not going to be doing though whenever I, whenever I go back I'm not going to be marathoning Mario <laughs> one playthroughs <laughs> because now honestly what's happened Sinistar is I'm sitting here thinking I bet Sinistar is a lot better at this than I am and it makes me want to go and do the whole thing warpless. <laughs> You after this after this run, you could try warpless. So, okay, yeah. we'll try it. Go yeah. for it. We'll try it. We'll see yeah, how far we get before I get mad. Yeah, and that's the thing. And so when you're playing warpless, World Five is definitely tough. Uh, seven, I think, was the other one that was that was pissing me off quite a bit. But nothing quite beats eight, though. I think eight is still the the biggest pain in the ass. Like I just love how as you go from world to world to world the ending staircase gets more and more bare and more and more gaps. And when yeah. you get to roll eight, there's just barely the the most minimum of blocks. I'm like, what? how the hell is Bowser even get his fat ass into the freaking castle off those stairs? There's like next to nothing to, to oh, jump off. Oh, no. Crazy. We, it, we, we have to go by RPG rules. There are random enemies just hanging out in the right. dark waiting for some adventurer to show up. Like... You get to this empty air. You're like, why? Why are you even here? <laughs> <laughs> right. 
how long have you had to wait? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I hope you don't have a, yeah, like a partner that went out for coffee and I just showed up while he's gone. <laughs> yes. Uh, like, I'm sorry it took me so long. Wow. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. I'm sorry. I meant to ask this earlier, but I was muted. Um, one of the very first video game glitches I ever had been made aware of was small with fireballs. You all have seen yes. this. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's great. 50 yeah. does it all the time, or used to do it all the time. I have no idea how it's done. Oh, my God. Uh, you you uh, make it. I know exactly how it's done. You end up on World 1-4. Uh, you collide with the axe at the same time that you collide with Bowser in full size. That's yeah. what it is? Yeah. Yes. And it's, once you've done it, it's it's not so hard to do. I remember doing it as a kid and thinking it's just wild. Because when you... When you're small with fireballs, when you throw a fireball, you instantly grow big, chuck it, and mm-hmm. shrink back down again. And it's, yeah. it's the funniest thing. Oh, man, well, I remember seeing so it when I was them. a kid. But... Yeah. Yeah, well, no, no, no. I just, I remember seeing it, and then I forgot about it for until, like, you know, the past, like, week and a half or so, whenever we've been talking about doing this. And I remember thinking, okay, I have to remember to bring that up because it's, it was one of the coolest things I'd ever seen. It was a glitch. At the time, I was a little kid. I had no idea you could glitch. I thought glitching was taking the warps. and it completely, excuse me, changed the way I, I looked at games. To be able to pull off stuff that the the programmers maybe didn't intend for that to happen, I I love it. There was right. um, there's also a way to do it with a game genie. Actually, have you guys, okay. do you guys ever play this with a game genie? No, no. no? There were some wild no. codes for this game with the game genie, like stuff like uh, making the entire game uh, dark tile set, nighttime. Mm. Uh, things like making it so that it would show random fireball, uh, fire uh, bars would spawn randomly on on the levels. There was oh, one that did. Um, yeah, right. we all like the fire bars. Can we get the uh, there double? Was one that, yes, no, it was. It literally was one one, and the giant fireball wheel would just spin around, and you had to get around it. Oh, there was one code that we did uh, swimming through all stages, which was interesting oh. with Bowser, like stuff like there's wild stuff. There's also one where. There was no flagpoles, which I remember being really funny. So you get to the end of the stage and you just run past where the flagpole is and it just infinitely continued. And depending on oh, no. the combination and game genie codes, it'd be different stuff back there. A lot of the time you couldn't even progress. It'd be like a mm-hmm. massive wall of blocks or nothing or, you know, but it was, it always be like this dead zone, like the, the game that the area that game forgot, right? Just an absolute deadlands. I know people talk about the far lands in Minecraft right the distant areas that haven't rendered yet that's what it feels like in mario and that was always fun game genie codes definitely wild there's actually there's a guy what's his name now on youtube uh gruz he used to be kill gruz but his name is gruz he does multiple videos about game genie codes in the mario brothers games and he's done a few and there's some really wild stuff he does with codes for mario it's fun to see I have to play around with it. I'll have to look it up. I think if I remember right, the the Mister's cheat system is based on essentially Game Genie. Yeah, there's the two. I think. I think there's Game Genie codes, and then there's also the other other ones. Yeah, for Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. It also works in emulators as well. Bizhawk has um, a Game Genie code section too. It's it's definitely worth doing. This was one of the ones I had fun with trying to make codes. You'd punch in things like toilet. I think if I remember the toilet code <laughs> in Game Genie, um, it caused it caused blocks to fall from the screen when you bash something. So when you bopped a, a block, things would rain down from the screen. If I remember right, it's been years. But I remember that. I was going to say, did it just brick your Nintendo? It's like your Nintendo's now down the toilet. Enthusiast <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff. Jeff is asking, have either of you guys tried beating this game with the advantage advantage controller? No. No. Does anybody beat anything with the advantage controller? 
I've heard that Fester's Quest is supposed to be played with an advantage controller. Because of the turbo, yeah. Because of the turbo, yeah. Actually, what would be fun is if I pulled out my my arcade stick um and and Gross. and tried it with the uh tried it with the arcade yes. And uh use use the arcade stick to try this once. So this is what I play very on now lately, is this thing. So for the audio listeners, I have a couple arcade sticks. This one's a small arcade controller and it's basically keyboard caps. I use this and it has WSAD, WSAD or whatever you call it. And I play that with platforming games. I think it's fantastic. And it's amazing with Mario. So that's how I beat it. Um, I GP, recently got a copy. Workless? Yes, we're going to do Workless. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, did sorry, you loop Jake. it? That's yeah. six, right? That is six. Well, okay. Oh, oh, hold on. Reset, Before you hit that. Reset, I think, right? Oh. Yeah, I, I, I gamed over. Game oh, over. Oh, yeah. You died. Yeah. Okay. I did. And I it was exactly where I, I called it. It was that... Uh, that hammer brother yeah I, I, I take back the criticism for getting those lives you you're no, right it's all right i mean yeah. Yeah, yeah. i i know my my lack of, of ability so on on the on the was controllers or wazda or how however you call it um do you i mean tell me how like d- did you have to relearn like did it feel weird uh on this one no uh well, Mario is very simple too because there, there basically is almost never a chance where you use up. Really, it's only for That's bonus. Fair. So it's really just left to right, and well, it reminds me of slide. like. Well, yes, you're right <laughs> down, and but it, the 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 buttons are all side by side. I, I like it because again, I said before, my thumbs are dumb. I get thumb pain. I had well, I do have carpal tunnel. So for the yeah. arcade sticks and the arcade controls, I just use my fingers, which is a lot easier on me, and it's I find it more responsive to be honest. So I think it's fantastic for, for platforming games. It's meant for fighting games. That's why they make these things, but platformers, it's fantastic. Um, it's, I don't know. I, I didn't really have to learn much. There's another one I have. It's uh, called the hitbox style. Uh, for those on Twitter, there's been a controversy lately with hitboxes versus arcade sticks. A hitbox is basically buttons instead of a joystick. People think it's a little bit cheating in fighting games because of some stuff you can do with it. Hmm. But it's still fundamentally, if you push left and right on an arcade stick or a hitbox, it doesn't it goes neutral. It doesn't it doesn't actually go either one. So it's not really cheating. It's like an actual stick. You can't go left and right on a pad. You can't go left and right on a on a hitbox. Anyway, I digress. But it's um, on a hitbox style. You have left, right and down on your left hand. And there's a bigger button for your thumbs. And that is up. And the idea is in Street Fighter, you push that button to jump. So that in certain games where up is jump takes some getting used to. But for platforming games like Mega Man or things where you have ladders to climb, pushing a button to climb, pushing that button for up feels very natural. And it, it, again, I find it mm. easier to, to get around. So I quite like it. But for Mario, it's That's just it's mostly it's a I can use my fingers. It's a more responsive thing. It's just it's a dream to play on. Okay. By the like, way, this I'm thing was watching... not expensive either. I'm watching GP and I can say honestly in in one four I I am better than him at the moment in one four. <laughs> uh, I believe it. And that jump in two one. I had to learn what that. What happened jump. to no blind jump? I had to learn that. F- I had to learn that jump in two one. Yep. So gotta go. Too all right. Fast. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say warpless. I got I got the early game skills over GP right now. <laughs> My GP <laughs> as he just jumps into a hole again. <laughs> You know what? This is this is the curse of Mario, though, because Mario is one of those games where I keep saying ABR, always be running. But sometimes yeah. you you can't do that. There's certain stages, absolutely, you don't take your thumb off the gas. But there's some stages where they punish you harshly if you don't slow down a little bit. And right. and two one is definitely one of those stages. 
Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's this this uh, false sense of confidence that comes from oh, I just beat the game like right. six times in a row. <laughs> yep. Yep. But then again, I, I did game over in, in the most recent one. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, uh, I would, go ahead. Yeah. I it's it's taking things off the rail, but I want to have this discussion real quick, if we may, before we, we shut things down or wrap things up. Uh, at the beginning of the game, we were talking about packing uh, games, you know, the mm-hmm. games that come with the console. Mm-hmm. And we had talked about how this was one for the NES, but the one for the Atari was combat, correct? Right. Yeah. Yes. Was that an Atari like precursor to Mortal Kombat? And if so, what are some of the the Aldi brand characters that they had? Uh, uh, they, let me start off. They had uh, st- they had uh, Tank Zero, uh, okay. and they had uh, Airplane or, uh, or, or Opian. Um, okay. They had um, Sonya um, uh, Knife. Knife. Yeah. <laughs> They had Luke Warm instead of Sub Zero. Exactly. <laughs> they had Nick Cage instead of Johnny Cage. Right? <laughs> yes, they had Nick Cage. <laughs> they they had Raiden instead of Raiden. Yeah, I think I think somebody needs to make. No, it was Rygar instead of Raiden. <laughs> they had Rygar yeah. instead of Raiden. Yeah, uh, Nick Cage. I tell you, he just does any role possible, including Atari Twenty Six Hundred games. I just tell you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I personally, I'm I'm a fan of Mortal Kombat, so you might say I'm a little Tobiased. Oh. oh, it's a good joke. <laughs> it's the best joke. It's the best I'm, joke. I'm glad, I celebrate you for coming up with that. GP shake. came up with that joke. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, like, it's a direct quote. <laughs> I dropped this joke in some of stream today in chat and I got nothing but crickets. I'm like, it's John Tobias, you know, yeah. co-creator. <laughs> anyway. Well, I think I'm ready to call it with Mario. <laughs> 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 well, on two we are- one. You got fifth. two one. Yeah. We are yeah. uh, we are at about an hour. We're a little over an hour, it looks like. So um, yeah. we we can probably button this up. Um, any other thoughts or ports or or techniques or anything we want to talk about before we we call this? I got nothing. No, I'm gonna I... have to practice the small with fireball thing now that you guys have told me how to do it. Yeah, that thing is a lot of fun to do. There's also a few great ROM hacks for the original Mario Brothers. And it, it makes you wonder, like how how much you can do with this game. But there was there was one where, oh, what was it called? It's basically Mario's dead, mm-hmm. and it's it basically the story of this hack is your Mario going through the afterlife. I don't want to spoil it, but it's definitely worth installing and okay. and, uh, and giving it a shot. I'll I'll try and link to it in Discord uh, for those who are listening. And uh, yeah, oh, that, that one's fantastic. There's a lot of great challenge hacks for Mario. Uh, a lot of ones that change the graphics a little bit. But this is a game where. You've played it, yes, but there's so many more ways to play Mario Brothers 1, and it's all community-driven, which I, I think is freaking fantastic. We touched on something, and I just watched GP get to 2-4, and I, I remembered I wanted to talk about it, where this game, you know, as it, as we talked about, it teaches you different, you know, methods and techniques and stuff, but 2-4, in 1-4, in you can you can jump over Bowser from the beginning of his area. Like when as soon as you see jo- Bowser, you can probably jump and just clear him. But yeah, in really? two in two four, they add a a some uh, some unbreakable blocks at the very beginning. Yeah. And so, I the first time I did it, I ran in there and I hit that jump button and just beamed my head on the top <laughs> and got dropped right onto Bowser. <laughs> yeah, it's the biggest troll. It's like, yeah. oh, you it think is. you got me? No, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> but again, that's another another example of always be running. Yeah, but except for that part. 
you gotta yeah. stop and look at what's <laughs> you gotta look what's coming mm-hmm. and then you can go and and that's the, i love that though with, with bowser though is that you can you can run and jump them if you if you're if you know them well enough and you're used to yeah. it but you can also pause dodges fire or hammers to, to see your opening where he jumps in the uh, air and then go and that or, that gently waiting for your moment is fun too or something that i i did i did this in one of my streams i beat him with flower power yep, you can hammer totally. him with the flowers and kill him mm-hmm. and and somebody in my chat i don't remember who was was literally saying wait you can flower power bowser you know yes. 30 yeah. years 35 years later however long we're talking now right um somebody you know i was this years old when i learned i could flower power bowser and right? that's when you see the sprite that's what next me do that fire power him and you'll see when he dies and he flips upside down mm. it's a different enemy sprite and that's that's the fake bowser thing that was mentioned okay. before and it's like totally a, it's great. like a grace a grayscale koopa or koopa. Uh, goomba yeah it's one of every sprite koopa i think there's i think it's koopa beetle as well i want to say bullet bill as well they're, they're, mm. all the oh, sprites really? okay. each one is different and it's really cool um i from what i had read it was um something that was put in as like a placeholder but when they saw mm. it the team saw it they're like oh this is actually really cool fake bowser one through seven nice. is a fake bowser he's cast a black magic on his minions to pose as him and it's not until world eight you get the real th- the real deal right awesome awesome okay well uh, i don't think gp is going to make a warpless run here he's only on four one right now but <laughs> oh, i mean he's, to he's, say he's, though he's warping he's warping in about an, in about an hour yeah. he did beat the game five times which honestly is yeah. better than i could ever do <laughs> so right warps and are not better than i have ever done because i still have as of yet to beat this game are you I still planning on beating this game sinistar oh absolutely yeah, yeah. absolutely he's got this yeah all right yeah. i i will say yeah this is what you know you're gonna get this and you're gonna get it soon yeah. i i don't think i would have done this uh, for a stream, had I not known for a fact in my heart that you're going to be able to do it pretty quickly, yeah. Because no, I then it, it would have been a dick thing, but yeah. Part of my part of my point for my Sisyphean game is I feel like it's something I can beat. It's something that I just haven't been able to beat yet, right? And so, um, yeah, it's that's that is my goal now. Whether I keep streaming these attempts or I just record them and put them on YouTube later, we'll see. But right now, um. I I'm on a long weekend, so I'm probably going to stream Monday and I'm going to continue. Well, I will crack open a bottle of champagne uh, when Excellent. you get it. Yeah. Excellent. Anime angel in chat is saying uh, all jokes aside, you can beat this one sin and yeah, you yeah. can totally beat Mario. I've seen you play. You got to five, four. And again, this is a game that you didn't grow up with and right. you're kicking ass at it. So again, you're, I, got salty after two one this week so <laughs> you want to know you want to know it's really fun yeah. is is i so i told you i had neighbors friends stuff that had nintendo entertainment systems but there is a memory that i don't think i've ever talked about with this game on the on the podcast and um, when i was a kid i took piano lessons and it was my brother and i uh brother right. sin <laughs> and yes and uh we would go and do piano lessons at the same time and the piano teacher had a Nintendo in her main area, in her downstairs, and she would do her lessons upstairs. And so when Brother of Sin was doing his lessons, I would go play Nintendo. What are we laughing at here? (laughs) She had a Nintendo in her downstairs. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah. Anyway. Um, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay. I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm going to mute. But so this, this, (laughs) this, uh, this game, I literally had the time 
of like the 20 minutes that, uh, you know, Brother Sin was doing his piano lesson to, to play this game. So I never got terribly far. So, yeah. Right. And it was in her downstairs. It's just the the visual, the theater of the mind on that one is. <laughs> Look, well, he was playing you, Mario in her downstairs, not Tetris. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to plug in the yeah. cartridge somewhere. Nice. Yeah. Thank wow. You. Sometimes this lock gets dusty. You got to blow in it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And on that note, I think this is a great time to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> GP, where can people find you? <laughs> Uh, in world eight dash two for the time being. Yeah, we'll call it there. Uh, no, I'm yeah, mostly just here with you bros. Uh, I say this every week, but maybe sometime, hopefully maybe by the end of the year, we will, uh, looking to do some, some charity work with that, uh, that blender of Mega Man games. I think that sounds so much fun. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Jake, where can people find you? Yeah, I am sick, Jake. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, also on occasionally on TikTok. I usually lurk there, but once in a while I post something trying to figure out what the young people do on TikTok. <laughs> I can't understand it. Or you can just search me up on YouTube or occasionally on Twitch. So S-I-C-H-A-K-E. Get, get off my TikTok lawn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am Sinistar77. I stream most Mondays, uh, although it's been a little lax lately, but I do stream most Mondays on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Sinistar77. I'm here and I'm on Twitter. And uh, yeah, this has been another episode of Press B to Cancel. We appreciate everybody hanging out. Go to our website, please, pressbtocancel.com. There are links there for our YouTube channel, our Discord server. We love to talk uh, about current and past episodes. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Click yes, the, uh, if you're watching the right now, button. please like this video. <laughs> and yeah. the YouTube likes really do help. So if you don't mind clicking that like button, we do appreciate it. Or dislike. I mean, I'll take the publicity I can yeah. get it. But, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Cheers, All right. everybody. Okay. All right, everybody. Have a great uh, evening or day or whatever time it is for you. Good night. Thank you.